This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, have you had nozzle issues, Brian? Meaner to my liver than I should be. I don't like beets. Hard day of arcade going and date having. Walk a mile in Karen shoes. Nestle all up in your nuts. Roll testicles for disadvantage. Slip sliding into my DMs. Tickle your brain stem with a cotton swab. Carbantine. Me... My woody talks when you pull it. The Russian Tim Roth. <laughs> Sleep. What is it good for? Burnt money is what it's all about, eh? Making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Put it into aspirin and you glue it on to the thing. What is she doing? Oh, wow. She goes into nature, takes it out, and washes her hand in the nasty shit water. <laughs> oh. The Morning Stream. Can you dig it? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for Tuesday, April 21st. 2020. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. How are you? <sighs> you know what? I'm okay, actually. I think I'm okay. I'm uh, I'm tired, though. I didn't sleep great. Uh, I feel fine now, but I'm just a little slow and a little... I don't know what this does with the deal is, yeah. the sleeping. It's just some nights... A couple nights ago, I had the best sleep. It was so good. Woke up, refreshed, ready for the day. Let's go. It was like Saturday or something. Today, I don't know. I'm just like... Just slow and slow. Oh, you know what? That would have been Sunday. Because no, Saturday I had the poops from the freaking uh, Zach from yeah. Zachary's misorder. So forget about Saturday. Bad morning. Uh, <laughs> but today I just I I just had weird dreams all night. I didn't eat late or anything. I didn't do anything to cause that. I didn't stay up watching TV or movies or anything to that. I just went to bed at ten. I should have slept fine. I don't know. Shoulda. Shoulda. Mm. Um, all right, I'm going to say something that's probably going to generate a lot of emails saying, Brian, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> so here it comes. All right. Um, I do. Uh, I take Tylenol PM uh, pretty much every night. Yeah. And it's helped me sleep, but I do notice that my dreams are weirder with it than they are without it. Ah. And I don't know if that's a... It's that drug in there that... Uh, what's that stuff called? Um, ah, crap. It's the part that helps you sleep. Melatonin? I don't think it's melatonin. It's um something else. Damn it! What's that called? It's also in the 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 in not insomnia pills. What's what are those called? They're called some. I can't remember. Unisom. Uh, that's it. Unis. Is it Unisom? Unisom. Well, Unisom's a brand name. Right, but it's in the it's in that stuff. <laughs> um, Alcohol, crack, meth. I love. Uh, you know what our. Uh, our our uh, Benadryl our our, our uh, chat room is just so helpful. They really are helpful when you need them, aren't they? Um, okay, here you go. I got it for you. Ingredients: uh, Tylenol PM, common over-the-counter medication used to treat pain, fever, runny nose, sneezing, watery eyes, and sleeplessness. In addition, Tylenol PM is available in rapid release. Uh, these are in gels that allow the medication to go directly into your system. 
As with all medications, you should be aware of ingredients and Tylenol PM and possible side effects. So here you go. We knew about the acetaminophen. That's the painkiller. We knew about sure. that. Sure. Now and sometimes you, I have a headache, so it's, it actually does help with that. I, I probably don't need to take it as much. Sure. As I do, but uh, now that now you got the dip dipenhydramine, mine. Sure. Uh, this is the antihistamine bit for the Dream, runny nose and the whatnot. Epidrine or something like yeah, that. Sure. Something like that, and then you got other active ingredients. Let's see. Uh, eh, oh, uh, if you do the rapid release, is that the kind you have? You have rapid release? No, I don't think so. Okay, because that has the ben benzyl alcohol in it, which is part of the. Okay. Benz, Benz, what is the Benz? It's part of the Benz. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the sleepy part. It's in here somewhere, damn it. Well, ah. and people are saying, uh, suggesting maybe just do Benadryl, which I guess is cheaper and doesn't have the acetaminophen, which is bad for your liver, which. That's true. I don't need I don't need anything bad for my liver. I already, I'm already mean to my liver. Yeah. Meaner than I should be. Benadryl, liver, Benadryl so. goes, uh, absorbs through your stomach. So that's a better uh, that's a better option. And Benadryl does this for me. It works for me. I take like two of those, and I'm and it conks me out pretty good. But Benadryl is like allergy medicine, right? So isn't that doesn't that just introduce another like? Well, you're taking something, you're taking uh, something to treat a symptom that you don't have. Well, sort of. So it's always been drowsy, right? It makes you drowsy. Mm -hmm. That's the part that would put yeah. you to sleep. I uh, just don't want to take straight sleeping pills because that's yeah, that's those are bad. weird. Yeah, you don't want yeah. those. You can get addicted to those. But this well it depends on the kind, I guess. But but uh, Benadryl. Here's the two problems with Benadryl, as Dan has explained it to me, because I actually had this conversation with Dan, Dan, the uh, pharmaceutical man. <laughs> sure. He said that um, it will dry you out a little bit, so you want to stay nice and hydrated, because Benadryl has a tendency to just dry you out. It'll you know make it so you pee less and things like that. You want to just stay mm -hmm. really hydrated with it. And then the other thing is. Uh, you'll you'll get a tolerance to it and it won't, it'll just sort of stop working. Like you you won't get tired from it after a while. Okay, um, that's what he says. So I use it sparingly. It's like one of those nights where it's like, oh my gosh, it's four a.m. What am I doing up? I'll maybe right. I'll take one. Well, and here's and that's where the problem lies for me. I don't have any problem falling asleep, but mm. the Tylenol PM is what keeps me asleep. Like basically, I'll fall asleep ten thirty, ten forty five, eleven o'clock, somewhere in that in that range. If I don't do the Tylenol PM, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning can't get back to sleep sit there and toss and turn finally get back to sleep and then i'm groggy and horrible the rest of the day yep um melatonin does not work for me and same it doesn't work for me at all yeah. nothing yeah Zip. and that's and that's actually that you know that was that was what i was thinking all right i'll take a melatonin before bed nope didn't work um still again had no problem falling asleep but it was the waking up in the middle of the night part and then the um uh and then the melatonin in the middle of the night. Like if I wake up and let's try a let's try a uh, melatonin. <laughs> nope, that didn't that didn't work for me either. No, and they, and um, someone told me says, oh, you got to do it for like a week, and then uh, your mm. body gets used to it or whatever. I did mm. that once with melatonin. Still didn't do jack. Still didn't do it. Boo, yeah. boo. You know what? I might. Uh, I will try the. I'm gonna switch to Benadryl. Okay. We, let's give it a shot. We'll give it a. Uh, um. We'll give it a give it a run. You could be like me and have two bottles in your uh, medicine cabinet. They're both pink. Mm -hmm. They're both Equate brand. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. one is the knockoff Benadryl, same ingredients. The other is lady laxatives for ladies. <laughs> and they look exactly the okay. same, these two bottles. They're the same hue of pink. They're the same exact looking height and, and label and everything. And if you don't read the words, 
They're identical in every way. So if Mr. Magoo is in there, like I am sometimes, rubbing his eyes, going, oh, I just need to sleep, and they take a couple of laxatives, boom, wrong Mm. deal. You'll get up for different reasons. So. I could I could do the uh, the sublime method, which is to smoke two joints in the morning, smoke two joints at night, smoke two joints in the afternoon, and it makes me feel all right. Yeah, see, just like the song. Oh, you know what? Some people may write in and say, Brian, don't you live in Colorado? Why don't you try a, some sort of regimen of uh, THC-based? Because uh, I can't do it. It's not a matter of uh, not wanting to or not. Uh, well, I mean, there is there is the kind of like, nah, I don't really have a desire to. Yeah. But it's also the fact that, you know, Tina, to keep her clearance, to keep her... Um, uh, her her credentials yeah. um, there cannot be any pot in the house yeah you can't do it so uh, alright how about sorry, co- sorry. copious amounts Co- of alcohol right before bed how about that oh yeah yeah it's totally legal yeah, yeah totally that's fine, fine. Yeah. just down it just pound down a bottle of mm-hmm. vodka mm-hmm. and just uh, I've got some delicious uh, sake <laughs> right now there's a sake place well we've talked about the sake place the place that the next day I woke up with a um uh, one of their little sake glasses that I had apparently shoved in my jacket pocket when we left. Oh yeah, right. And brought home and had no no memory of doing that. Anyway, um, they are even though they're they're not open to the public, they're still producing sake and doing these infused sakes. And I've got one right now that is um, beet uh, infused. It's freaking delicious. Really, like a beet infused. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like beets, you won't like this sake. But if you do. Then it's it's great. It's so it's got, got really, the flavor of the beet in it. Is what you're saying. It's got the flavor of the beet. It's got the beet. Okay. It's got the beet. It's got the beet. Yeah. I don't normally like beet. beets. Not usually a beet fan. Although pickled beets are amazing. I do like those. Well, and it's and that's the it is. It's the red pickled beet flavor. Oh, so well, it's then, more like a pickled beet sake. Then I'd probably like it actually, because yeah. I do like. And a then I've also beet. got a jalapeno margarita sake right now. That's Ooh, really good too. Look at you. Well, your sleep problems are over, Brian. Just down those at night. I should just down go. one of those. Let's see how that works. No, you know what? The the alcohol right before bed really messes me up as far as dreams. Oh, yeah, you know, and and then if you have messed up dreams. And you're not getting the sleep you want. And then the whole thing's worthless. I just want What's to knock point? myself What's out like when I was 15. Imagine yourself at 15. All right? Imagine. You yourself. come home from a hard day of arcade going and date having. Right? Uh-huh. And you just hit the bed. <laughs> and you just conk out. And you could sleep yeah. till four oh, the next afternoon, the and you didn't dream right? about anything. Oh man! Like sleep until eleven or noon or whatever. I mean, I I envy Tristan's ability to do that. As much as it drove me nuts, and it's probably why, as a parent, I was like, "Get out of bed and do something today." There was a little twinge of jealousy that probably sparked a lot of that saying. Yeah. God, I wish I could do that. And just let me have the eleven to seven. I'll get up still and be very productive all day, and I'll go to bed at a time that's not, you know, super early. I won't be like the freaking old people at the at the at the home. I'll, I'll go to bed on time and I'll get up on time. But let the time I'm in bed be blissful, wakeless, yeah, sleep. That's why that question we had on Thursday or Friday about would you, which which would you prefer? And it was, one of the choices was never need sleep again. Yeah. You know, sleep is, uh, when sleep works, it's great. But on on the whole, sleep is overrated. Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. Uh, Anyway, whatever, sleep, sleep. What what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, speaking of uh, uh, nothing like we were talking about, we got emails. Yes. Uh, A couple of of short ones. Yeah. Uh, This one's from Not Bill. Yeah, you've duplicated it. 
which and I liked the headline you wrote right here. Mm. Oh, did I duplicate uh, that one? Crap. You did, but I like the headline you put on this one right here. You I want do. to read that? I do too. It's called the Dong String Theory. <laughs> and I meant dog string theory is what I meant. Uh, but I'll uh, let's read that one first. This is from Our not- whole universe was in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, his name is not Bill. That's the name he not used. Bill. Not Bill. Not yeah. Bill. Yep. He says this: the dog strong. He means string. Mm-hmm. He got that. That's probably why I wrote dong as I was reading strong on his name. <laughs> probably why. Yes. The dog string okay. may have been from the dog's food bag. The zip yeah. string in the open uh, when you open the bag. Question. 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 No, it was like it wasn't one of those. It's hard to explain. I mean, well, do you, the, it could, I does mean, your dog food? Does your dog food bag come with a string that you pull to? To open the top? No, we cut oh, it. Okay. Um, we cut it, and then when we are done, we roll it and seal it with a big clip, and yep. uh, okay. it's shared between the dogs. And also, I do it every morning. I would have noticed the, the string bit. I mean, she's a chewer mm-hmm. and a, and stuff, so she likes to find. Yeah. And we've trained her like chew the toys, and it's possible one of those toys with some material on it or something. He, he ended up like Weezer and walked away with the screen if you want yeah right (laughs) to destroy this plushie that's basically what happened (laughs) and she does destroy them my gosh she just goes through them like crazy so so the current working theory is that one of these fuzzy ones had a string and she she horked it down and that was the end of that so what are you gonna do brian i can't do anything about this it's just no No. if i see it i pull it out i'll try to uh uh you know preempt this by not having things with strings in it just keep strings out of the house because no I don't, string. I don't want her strangling her 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 uh, butt or her what do you call it her intestines. Yeah, right. <laughs> her butt. Oh yeah, Princess Dagger Seventeen says, "Was it floss?" Oh, uh, well, it was. Was it that thin? It was. Because hmm. that's that's common. Like dogs will find a a piece of floss that's like slightly dangling out of the trash can. Yeah. And then they'll they'll spaghetti business that right out of there. Yeah, that's possible. Now that you say it, it's possible. I mean it was dark black when I pulled it out. Sure. But that it's you been know used. <laughs> it had been used. String string was black. It's not supposed to be black. It's not supposed to be black. It picked up all her plaque from her black plaque. Right. Anyway, I don't know. It's a that's a theory. We can go okay. with that one. All right. I'm all right with that. All right totally fine cool. anyway all right well let's uh maybe maybe the the chat room's right maybe we should move on from this topic well, they don't want to like keep talking about dog string and uh, pulling it out of their butts that's not what they want the they... dog yo-yo no oh okay all right well yeah. huh. we won't uh, i'll tell you what chat room we're done talking about me slowly and painfully pulling a string out of the back end <laughs> of my dog okay we'll, we'll stop doing that the now. cow says move <laughs> i love that idea it's my favorite thing you said yesterday. Is little little plastic ring on the end of it. Yeah. But if it was to say a thing the dog would actually say, it would be, give me all your food, give me all your human food, give me all your food. Yeah. That's all it would say. Is uh, Do they still make toys that have that? Like, is, are pull strings mm. a mm. thing of the past because they've replaced it with just buttons and... I don't know. And watch batteries that play the, you know, that, that make the sounds in the doll toys? Let's find out. I go pull string dolls and I go to uh, Amazon. Amazon or something. Yeah. yeah, let's look at the Amazon.com. Oh, yeah, you still get a Woody doll. That, okay. But that, see, okay. that doesn't count, though, because Woody is one of the, he's he's supposed to be an old fashioned doll. Right. And, and so if you're going to make a Woody doll, of course it's going to make sound when you pull it. 
That doesn't mm-hmm. count. We got to find a better one. Uh, you mean just because it's made because it's based on a on a movie property that has that that has the string, yeah. Plus, it represents string. a whole category of olden times toys that all had strings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see. Okay, there's a there's a nine dollar flying pixie fairy princess for kids. Totally nondescript. No no actual name. Oh, here's a pull string. Uh, Talking Rick uh, from Rick and Morty. You can get that. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, that works. Yeah, there's a Disney Frozen pull, pull uh, string Olaf plush. You know, everyone's yeah, favorite even, uh, thing. Yeah, even CNC is, I guess it was more that the um, uh, that that it's a danger, right? Because if you pull that string out, it wraps around a toddler's neck. Yeah. You know, it's bad. So even the CNC have been replaced by having a slot machine pull handle. Oh, yeah. That's that what you want to train them for. That's what you want to get them ready for is the slot machines. <laughs> well, the slot machines don't have the slot machine pull. I guess they still do, but it's more like pushing the buttons on the front of the machine. I think you can still, if you're a, if you're a um, uh, purist, yeah. you can still pull the handle on the slot machine. There's a few of those. They, you see them mostly yeah. at like gas stations and stuff in Vegas. Right, but. right. So here's one, chat. <laughs> We're looking at one now. This is a great big... Uh, it's called Fisher Price's See and Say, The Farmer Says. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot like what you were talking about. You, click, you do the cat, and the cat says meow, and the goose says right. honk or whatever. But it's got the plastic pull-down thing on the side, right, yep. as opposed no, to a string. No strings. Do you think they actually had kids, like, get all strangled up in those? Do you think that happened, or was that just a I, fear I that it would... had to have, right? I mean... Sometimes it's just them jumping the gun and going, oh, we don't want that. Let's... let's yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what if somebody yeah, in a meeting yeah. said, uh, Bill, we... Pretty sure that uh, one of these days a kid's gonna strangle himself, and they went. Oh, they were geez, pretty right. short. I mean, it would have to be a small. Um, it would have to be a small neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Guns says, just check check online for main weight toys. All right, we got here. Yeah, bag of glass. Yeah, we got the bag of glass. I used to love that. Yeah, <laughs> the fit. There was something. Second the... best thing ever Dan Aykroyd did, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the first? Oh, first was grocer on uh, grocer, yeah. of course, yeah greatest villain character in the history of films man grosser he was so good all right uh the second email we got was uh from john this was about the smelling superpower idea you know we were saying does anybody in comic books have a smelling superpower Mm -hmm. yeah couldn't think of anybody other than you know wolverine stuff like that and uh here's what he says he says smelling superpower ukrainian tv show on netflix called the sniffer is that true I didn't know about this. Is this an American? So Netflix, the sniffer. That's actually a thing. Um, this feels like a uh, Mystery Men superhero character, doesn't it? A little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Leah, is that Tim Roth? Oh, no, it looks like Tim Roth. The uh, The first photo that comes up. It's the Russian Tim Roth. Absolutely looks like. Yeah. yeah. An extraordinary sense of smell gives a crime investigator unique insight into solving mysteries, but his gift takes a toll on his personal life. I'm quite sure it would. Wow. It's Russian language, too, so all I can picture is this guy going around, I think I smelled something funny. Something funny smells bad. Yeah. It must be a crime has been committed here. I feel like next time we have a uh, film sack, uh, (laughs) watch along. Maybe we watch one episode of The Sniffer. That'd be all right, because it's... uh... It's all subtitled. Subtitled, yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting. First two seasons are on Netflix as of 2017. Third season is now available as well. Um, yeah, it was a it was a Russian show, huh? I'd watch oh, that. Here we go. Captain Kipper said, uh, by 1989, the chatty ring, the the pull cord pull string deal, 
had been replaced by a lever that could be pulled to make the toy talk after a Rhode Island girl, Rhode Island girl, yeah. became blind when the string snapped off and hit her in the eye. Oh, oh, Dang. I was thinking strangle. That's, that's yeah, worse. that's it's almost worse. Geez. You can run, you can run in and, and, and clip it from the kid before he chokes to death. You can't stop it from whacking him in the eye. No. Wow. Ouch. Okay. That's no good. Uh, then fine. This is good. But doesn't it, there's a pinch, isn't there a pinch quality to this lever? Because of my memory of when the kids had them. For sure. You'd pull that yeah. lever down and then it would slowly go back up. Mm-hmm. And there was like, if you had your finger in there, you were pinched. Right. Was it the, uh, was it the Teddy Ruxpin doll that would eat hair? Like, um, hair would get into its mouth and it would go and pull the child's head slowly towards it. Or am I, am I real? That's not real. Chucky doll thing or something. That can't be real. Is that real? (laughs) I don't think that's real. That seems fake, but, but you know what? I also thought of somebody who had great smell as a hero would be fake and turns out there's a thing. So here it is. The cabbage patch snack time kid. So, uh, Yes. Uh, introduced to the public in 1996, the gimmick with the snack time kit is it could eat, which means it would crunch on pencils, paper, shoelaces, and most disconcertingly, human hair and children's fingers. <laughs> oh my gosh! Would it was it so powerful enough to just pull your hair until you were like in a in a until it was probably stuck to the side of your head and and hurting the crap out of you? Yeah. Oh look at that! Snack time doll eats children's hair. Wow! I yeah. did not remember this. Let's see. Because they didn't, they didn't, there was no, uh, it would not puke. <laughs> it would only intake, no output. <laughs> oh, we got to. So there was no way to reverse it. And I'm sure, you know, to like eat the plastic food that you yeah. came with, it was just like a roller basically, right? That oh, would yeah. just. Um, Easily, right? Yeah. Here's a commercial for it. Let's see how this goes. Oh, I thought I was going to say, when you think she's through, check the back end and see if there's a poo. Nice. Wow. All right. Well, that kid just ate a bunch of fake French fries. That's what was going on there. Cool. Well, just like regular kids. Like regular kids. Yeah. (laughs) Check for a poo. All right. Good. So uh, keep keep your hair away from from those Cabbage Patch uh, nibbler, nibbler dolls. Brian, I desire to know more about how I so like on uh, whatever day it was. You were, oh. <laughs> no, you were you were setting something up on your 3D printer oh, the yeah. other day, and it was it sounded like you were hardcore going for it or something. So what are you doing over there? What's going I was on? so over the weekend I installed a new glass plate on my 3D printer on my Ender uh, Scene Smart Ender Three deal, mm. which is two hundred dollar 3D printer. This thing is a freaking workhorse, and it does a great job. Um, so I'm printing. A ton of these things for matter hackers so it's a um a covid relief deal oh, yeah, look at that. um the problem with uh these masks wearing masks all day long is that they they cause calluses on the back of your ear they hurt day after day you know you've got those those things that you constantly have to wear not just healthcare workers but people in um in other businesses where they're forced now to wear a mask and uh uh, so matter hackers put out the call said, all right, you have a 3d printer. Can we put you down for printing a hundred of these things in a week? I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. Totally happy to do it. That's awesome. So, um, I started doing this and I put a little photo on Facebook and now all of a sudden, and I'm totally happy doing this, but like people are like emailing me 
or messaging me on Facebook, hey, Brian, could, could you print out a couple just for me, please? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having to wear a mask. Wicked Kitten, or I'm sorry, Wicked Truth uh, 1930 um, says, makes my ears hurt a ton. If you want a couple of these, DM me. Slip into my DMs, not on Twitch, but slip into my DMs on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. I believe you know, the term is slide into my DMs. Slide it. Yeah, see? Yeah. This is how little I know about the, uh, the current... Uh, <laughs> Slip and slide, whatever. Slip sure. and slide into my DMs. You Water go. Willie, you're slip and slide into my DMs. And, uh... <laughs> if you slip in there, I don't know. Bad things happen. you got to be careful. That's right. you slide. Take a slider into my DMs. There anyway, um, shoot me a message and I'll, uh, and I'll do it for you. That's cool. So uh, these, then what do you do? Pack them up and send them somewhere? Uh, the, the... I do. I have to send them to California. And um, I've already got about 30 made. So about 70 left for the Matter Hackers thing, although I'm going to probably... This is great because I've got all these rolls of filament where I don't really have enough to print a large model, and so I just like set it off to the side. But these things take very little filament. They're super thin. Well, hold one up again to the camera. They're super thin. Mm. So printing these things, um, I can basically take all these unfinished rolls and... uh, Oh, that's a great way to use those too, because because uh, yeah. a lot of times you're like, oh, uh, I can't, I got to start a new role on this particular project, exactly. or else it's going to exactly. end. Yeah, that's great. That's very cool. Look at so, you being all eco friendly at the same time while you're. Uh, I'm trying, you know, I'm yeah. trying, Scott. That's so great. Uh, doing your part. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, Moon John, shoot me an email and I'll get, I'll, uh, I'll send you the pattern and the STL for it. Um, as a matter of fact, what I could do is even hook you up with Matter Hackers, and you can help support it if you want. That's very cool. It's matter matterhackers.com maybe or uh, matterhackers. I believe it is matterhackers. It is matterhackers.com. Yeah, but Brian could yeah. probably do you like a official like introduction type thing and I could try. Get you hooked Who up. Who knows? Oh yeah, look at this. COVID-19 how I can help. Whole bunch of stuff on here. There you go. And you can print those little these little um, these little extenders. You can even print like the the plastic things that hold the face shields. Yeah. Um they had they asked me to do these, which I'm fine with because I can do three at a time and just knock them out, bust them out. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm very excited about all this. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doing my part. Is it going Doing right my... now? Is it in there pumping out stuff it now? Is. Yeah, it's got. Uh, it's working on a dark blue set. Yeah. Uh, takes about a, an hour and a half for each set of three. So really, I mean, I can, you know, if I keep this thing going nonstop and keep keep tracking. Or keep starting the next one right after the last one finishes, then, um, you know, I can knock out about 36 of these in a typical day. That's great. Very cool. Well done. When this is all over with, people will remember your name in hallowed tones. That's right. And then I'll go back to printing Baby Yoda's. Did I tell you that I found his hand? Remember when this Baby Yoda that I was showing to the camera lost his hand? Yeah. Now has a little little stump. (laughs) Yeah. What you should do is do like, you know, the old toys when we were growing up, like a Transformer or something? You'd, uh-huh. you'd have a button on the back, and the fist would fly off like a missile fist. <laughs> right, yeah. I'd you should make one of those. of those. Have Yoda's hand go, pew, fire, fire pew, off. Kung fu grip, and yeah. he can go, I'll get that little metal ball. Zoop, yep. And he goes in. Yep. Yeah. You can have some nondescript kids do a commercial for it, and then say, buy Galoob at the end or whatever. <laughs> go, go, gadget hand, yeah. Yoda says. Yeah, baby Yoda Season hand. Season the Mandalorian. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Time for this. Time for the news, everybody, brought to you by 
Oh, that sound makes me so happy. <laughs> with all of us being indoor kids for the time being, it can be tough to find something fun to do with the kids. So what better than reading together? Have you ever wondered what our pets do when we're not around? Well, they eat string. One little boy might just have the answer. What does my dog Jack do at night? A new title from author Adam Mock brings to life the dreams of a child and his ideas of what goes on when we're not watching. Jack may seem like a normal dog, but he might just have a few tricks up his collar. With adorable illustrations by Segundo Garcia, Jack is sure to bring a smile while forgetting our troubles for a while. Great for ages three and up, this terrific book can be found at barnesandnoble.com. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. You guys are creative. Yeah. I like when you're creative and you tell us about it and let us talk about your stuff. I think it's rad. Okay. And that's also yeah. a really that's a really easy uh, domain name there. Totally. It's barnesandnoble.com. Yep, yep. Buy your nook while you're there. They <laughs> <laughs> still have that. They still have that, right? I think they still have the nook. Yeah, nook. I liked my nook. It when doesn't I had take it. as much uh, space as as uh, as it does in the Barnes and Noble stores, as much as it used to. Now it's kind of like a little shelf where you can get yeah. a, a new nook. You're not wrong. Oh, here it is. Yeah, they're still selling these. They've got some decent mm-hmm. models and prices. Okay, I liked it. Yeah. Okay, I liked that there was also some competition toward the Amazon thing, and I I don't know. Right. Hope hope it. Uh, I think a third. Party runs that division now. It may even be Samsung yeah. or something, something Might like be. that. Right, right. Because anyway. it's basically another Android tablet, right? I mean, it's still you can do other, well, you can install other apps and things. The on ones it. that are tablets, yes, but the ones that are, uh, they still they're, have they're just regular e-reader ones. Yeah, they, are, they have the e-paper stuff or the what okay. do you call? What do you call it? Uh, e-paper. Yeah, yeah, e-paper. Those are my favorite. I like e-paper. You, you ever, ever seen, seen e-paper? e-paper? <laughs> touch it, feel it. Oh, don't you don't touch it too much. <laughs> Uh, Barnes and Noble. I hope you guys make it through all this. Um, all right. Oh, and also, uh, I made a joke once because Tom Merritt owns both a Kindle and a Nook, and I like to call him call it Tom's Nook. It's pretty good. Right? <laughs> Does it cost you seven hundred eighty-four thousand bells? No, because that's where I'm at right now. Oh my gosh, dude! My daughter just did her basement expansion. Cost her two yeah. million bells. Two two million. million bells. Yep. Do you see that update today they're doing? My gosh. Yeah, which is good because I'm getting a little bored. Well, yeah. they, so they the, the one thing about that game that has always been true is there's a certain ceiling, and when you hit it, you know it, and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do something else. This, right. <clears throat> The fact that they're going to do regular updates is exciting because <clears throat> it'll keep that game relevant and interesting and new stuff up. It's Fresh. very smart that they're doing that. Yeah, my store is going to close tomorrow for an expansion. I haven't. Um, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm at the stage where my my store is going to grow. I don't know how to get that. I don't know what to do uh, to get that. I don't know either. I mean, I, you know, have you gotten KK Slider to play at your island yet? No, because I'm lame. But soon, all right, do that first. Soon, decorate. Put lots of fencing around your island. Yeah. Apparently, is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you put fencing everywhere. Yeah, and then put flowers everywhere, and supposedly that'll yeah. get me there quick. I'm like. Two stars, so probably gonna take a day or so. But I'm gonna make a uh, I'm gonna fence right from my airport and make the most long drawn out way to get from the airport to the store, which is like inches apart, right? And just make people go like a little path all the way around the island. It's a horrible maze, like a hedge maze. That's a great right, idea. Exactly. I love that idea. Well, anyway, uh, the game's pretty great, and just the fact that they're gonna support it, it this way is 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 great. So good job, yeah. Nintendo. You've learned a yeah. lesson. Well done. Well done. All right, here's the first story. We got this from Jamie, uh, our good friend, uh, the TMS Mashups TMS Jamie. TMS Mashups Jamie? Cool. This story came from him. Someone tried to clean money in a microwave. They were thinking, <laughs> hey, what if we, well, uh, you know, cleaned our uh, coronavirus potential I off this money? wouldn't do the coins, but 
Yeah. If, if you do a short enough amount of time, they do say 20 seconds or less actually does. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but there's metal in that paper money. That's isn't there? the problem. The newer yeah. <laughs> the newer bills from different countries and I think the U.S. dollars. I'm not yeah, 100% sure. Yeah, I think sure. that even has a little foil strip or something in there. Yeah, yeah it's got a little indicator cardy thing in there. And look at the, what happened to that money. Just pop, pop, pop. Yeah, and nobody's going to take that currency now. I don't think. Maybe no. Not. Well, there you go. Now, now even their paper money has holes in it. Scott. That's right. Canadian paper money follows <laughs> follows the path of their coins, and now it all has holes in it. That's right. Hey, Jeff Sire, you have any, you have a comment? You have uh, any rebuttal here about uh, your your money? <laughs> I like their little. Uh, I like it. Canadian money looks cool. I like it. It does. Yeah. yeah. Is it different sizes? Uh, um, or is it all the same size, just different colors? Different. I think it's same size, different denominations. I think. Okay. Like, I like the countries that do the different size bills, so that if you're blind, you can kind of feel which which ones are a dollar, which ones are five dollars, etc. Oh, that's a good point. And thought of that. Mm-hmm. If you, um, I have some Canadian money, but it's very old. It doesn't have this new design on it. Mm. I don't even know why I have it. I just have some Canadian money. Just laying around. Yeah. Where yeah. I got that? Where did I get the Canadian money I have? Because it wasn't from Canadians. <laughs> well, it had to be. Well, I guess it had to be, right? Well, I guess not. No, somebody could have visited uh, Canada and said, oh, I'm going to bring Scott back some Canadian money. Maybe it was one of your kids. Have your kids been to No, it would have been Canada? before them. It was like money from the 80s or 90s. I, I can't remember. Oh. And that's where I had the impression all your money had holes in it, Canada. I still think See, that. See, Brucifer says it has Braille. Which feels like a, a thing that would get worn down fairly quickly if your plastic money has braille dots. After being in a thousand different wallets and through ATMs and, and things like that, it seems like it would mash the braille the braille bits. Stripper G strings, you yeah. name it. Uh yeah, and also maybe those maybe those are metallic and they popped in the microwave too. I don't know. Well, yeah, there's the foil, the little security strip, and then you also can see the plastic window because yep. part of the Canadian uh, currency is clear, and so it melted the, <laughs> the clear part too. I guess the whole thing is um, a polymer plastic. So, well, I probably did clean the uh, any traces of coronavirus from the money, but it also destroyed your money. So, good job, well done. And they said sorry. That reminds by the me, way. I'm going to show do a really quick thank you to Dead Polymers who sent me a CNC Coverville uh, logo, like he. Like a CNC Music Factory coverville logo? Like a CNC. She has a one of those. Oh, look machines. at that. Look at that. Like it's a piece of wood. Oh man. And I realized he did not include an um, email an email address in his letter. Oh, so you and so say it out loud I here. I can thank him, but, yeah. That's but I totally dig this, man. Really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, dude. Yeah. And I see he's in the chat room today, so it's like, all right, Paul talking about polymer reminded me of that. There you go. Very cool, dude. That's so nice. What a cool thing. I'll look at it longingly. I do feel here. bad. I do feel bad thanking him during the show because I mean, you get stuff too. Oh, and, I get stuff too. We get I, stuff all the time. Do, do not worry exactly. about that. I feel, yeah. I, you know, feel. every once in a while I get like, look, I got these metal dice out of nowhere from somebody. Yeah, right? see, and I didn't get those. Ryan metal didn't dice get these and, metal dice. It's okay. And you don't hear me crying on the show about it. I cry after the show yeah. when I'm off camera and off <laughs> microphone. Right. We sob into our pillow later. I curl. I curl into a little fetal position on the floor and say, they don't love me as much as they love Scott. I need to get metal dice. Yeah, no, we're good, everybody. Don't worry about it. We're good, yes. Uh, also, my brother-in-law has the same CNC style thing. He could do more of this stuff. Yeah. So, Steve, what are you doing, man? Make more cool things. Cool. 
Yeah. I say that. He makes stuff all the time. It's not like he's not making things. All right. Here's a story. By the way, yes. it was 140 bucks worth of Canadian cash. Just so you know. Well, and imagine you could probably take it back to the the bank and say, can, you know, can you exchange this? It's obvious that it's not counterfeit or something like that it you won't they it won't take it at the tim hortons but maybe the bank will like replace it for them and then what did they what would you what would they do with it i wonder they just oh, uh they probably just uh recycle it shred it. i guess so i just mm. if you're taking take that it money out of circulation basically because you take it oh yeah, yeah yeah so it's like if you wrote all over some money or cut it in half or any of that right Right. Money. My my five dollar bill, Canadian bill, looks like Spock. Could I exchange this for one that doesn't, please? <laughs> oh yeah, that Spock one. <laughs> yes. That was Canada, wasn't it? I forgot about that. That was Canada, yeah. Oh, happy birthday to the Queen. Still Canada Canada still has a queen too, and uh also Britain oh, has yeah. a queen. And she is uh she turned ninety four today. Jeez Louise. Ninety four. Give us a give us a Philip. A Philip! Philip! It's my birthday, Philip! What are you kidding me for my he just sits there and goes because he can't do anything sure Philip's useless all right <laughs> Beyonce looks good for 94 a nice one chat room okay because you know she's the queen she's the queen bee right? uh, a woman was fined for uh, sorry fined for taking turtle for a walk in Rome Italy the she, character from Entourage yes turtle okay uh-huh <laughs> he likes turtles that's a that's a really deep cut from a TV show that hasn't been on for 15 years or whatever it's been. Been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I never saw it, not one episode. I don't know why, I just never did. Not my thing. Oh, I can tell you. Uh, I may recommend it tomorrow, so maybe I won't tell you. Oh, okay. There's an HBO yeah, watching, thing that's really good right now. So. Really? We're yeah. watching a current thing that, that won't end by the time I recommend... Well, I've got stuff I can recommend. We've been watching stuff like crazy, man, so... Mm. I haven't seen I Saul from last night yet. Did you see it yet? <gasps> no, it was the finale last night. Oh, yeah. no, I have a thing that I definitely have to watch tonight. Got to watch it today, tonight. Finale! Oh, Saul finale! I know. I'm still I'm worried about Kim, but whatever. Not, mm -hmm. my, not my wife, the character. Yeah, things feel like they're coming to a head. Yeah. yeah. That was a tense moment in the apartment. That's all I'm saying. Didn't oh, like that. Boy. Don't like that guy. Don't trust him. Yeah. Also, I'm worried yeah. about Nacho. Somebody told me on the yeah. somebody told me on the internet that Nacho is canon in Breaking Bad and that he's mentioned and, and is out there and is still part of the world. I don't. They never show him. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I don't remember when that was or what the deal is. So maybe Nacho's okay. I I don't know, dude. Freaking Nacho. I worry about Nacho, even though Nacho's kind of totally got he, Nacho. he's got himself in his own trouble. But it's like Jesse Pinkman a little bit. It's like I kind of just feel for mm -hmm. this dude. He's this. He's this show's Jesse Pinkman for me. He kind of is, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's in a he's in a bad. Uh, he's doing some some bad things, but not nearly as bad as other people are doing. And chat room's yelling, "Shut up! We're not spoiling anything. None of that is spoilery. None of it." Yeah, yeah. These okay. are characters that you don't either. You've never heard of, or you've heard of, and you already <laughs> feel these feelings about them. This isn't spoilers. Right. Nacho was in episode one of Better Call Saul, if not yeah. something close to that. You so. guys are fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Here's uh, this lady. She she's an Italian woman. She took her pizza-sized turtle. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. In Italy, we measure our turtles by pizza. <laughs> Everything is relative to a pizza size here in Italy. <laughs> uh, she took her pizza-sized turtle out for a pizza-sized walk and has been fined 400 pizza-sized euros. 
440 bucks here in the U.S. by the Roman police for breaking strict coronavirus confinement rules. I could have sworn I just saw something move out of the left eye, but nothing moved. Hold on. Kim? Okay. It's not my wife. I saw a shadow. That was weird. Ghosts. Paranormal little paranormal activity, Scott. Yeah, I don't like that. No, sir, I don't. Italians need a justifiable reason to be out on the street in the middle of the pandemic that has officially claimed more than 20,000 lives in the Mediterranean country since February. Uh, taking your dog out for a walk is viewed as good enough reason to leave your home, but it seems if you're taking your turtle out, it is not. Roman police said the 60-year-old woman was caught outside her home with a justifiable reason, without a justifiable reason, they said, and she was fine. The woman was walking her turtle. Uh, Roman police spokesman Nunzio Carbone told the AFP that the woman was fined 400 euros because, quote, it is not the justifiable excuse to walk your pizza-sized turtle. <laughs> uh, Italian authorities reported using a record 16,545 fines on Easter Monday. Wow. Easter Monday. Yeah, the day. I guess they just say the day after Easter. Oh, okay. We say We say the day after Easter. They're weird. <laughs> right, but, you know, one it's just it's two words to talk about a day that we probably all could figure out. I was like, oh, okay, Easter Monday. I guess so. That's Even fine. though there's not really a holiday called Easter Monday. Uh, it's a national holiday. Oh, it says Easter Monday is a national holiday in the largely Catholic oh. country. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally a dash and it would have negated everything that I just said. There's not even a period there and we just didn't get to period. it yet. Yeah. Uh, it says it says here another thirteen thousand seven hundred fifty six pizza size fines were issued on Sunday. <laughs> Here's uh, the thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ordered pizza recently, but these things come in different sizes. Like I can say, let me have a twelve inch pizza, or a fourteen inch pizza, or a sixteen, or even like a family size. That doesn't help me know what size a, a, a turtle is. Is it a personal pan pizza size? A personal pan is it a turtle? Stouffer's mm-hmm. Stouffer's French bread pizza size? Yeah. I don't know. Is it a little pizza pocket size? One of those? I mean, I think it'd be easier for somebody to say, "Would you like a pizza?" Oh, how big is it? That's <laughs> yeah, about turtle size. It's like about size that would turtle. be more descriptive than a pizza sized turtle. <laughs> A turtle-sized pizza. <clears throat> I agree. Oh, you're making me just want pizza, and that's not fair. I want pizza. I'm sorry. I'm no, that's all right. I have been... Okay, let me just say, let's give a little update. Yeah. Oh, it's time for a break anyway. I'll tell you this. Okay. I've been great about uh, the sug. Mm-hmm. Not so great about carb intake. Yeah. And I haven't gained a pound, which is weird. But I haven't lost any either. So I'm in a weird limbo point here, and I got to make a decision. And that decision involves, despite quarantine measures, to really knuckle down and knock off the carbs. And it's hard sure. for me because I was I was on my way, man. I was so what, st- what going out and running or something? No, I mean yes, I could do that, but I got to just eat less carbs. I just have to. Okay, well, what does that have to do with quarantine? I mean, you can eat less carbs. Oh, it's all emotional shit. It's all just purely stress. Oh, gotcha. Hundred okay. percent stress. It's like, why does the pizza sound good today? For two reasons. One, pizzas are good. And two, mm-hmm. that sounds like a great thing to drown my frustration in. Just yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Food, like a, like a, right. Yeah, I yeah. get you. There you go, TVZ gone. Oh. Carbentine. There you go. That's where we're in. We're in carbentine. carbentine. Yeah, we've been, uh, obviously, with the sourdough deal, you feed it, you dump a lot of sourdough starter into the garbage, yeah. or you make bread with it every week. We made I made another loaf of uh, sourdough bread. Came out okay. I yeah. need to... I need a different recipe that takes into account high altitude. I got to, you know what? I got to talk to 
Nicole and see what they're doing. Oh, she can hook you up. She's good she at that stuff. Yep. Yeah. But um, uh, sometimes we use the starter for something like pancakes or uh, made those great biscuits a while back. Mm-hmm. But it is like, yeah, it is just, hey, guess what? Carb time. More yep. carbs. Yep. Would you like more carbs? How yeah. about some carbs? How about carbs? You want carbs? some carbs? I got carbs. Yeah. Everyone yeah. wants carbs. All right, we're going to take a break uh, with some music that is, has zero carbohydrates in it. Brian will tell us what it is, and when we come back, we'll have Bill and Jerry and more. So stick around. Brian, what's our song? That's right. Well, it may have carbs in it, but they're the good carbs. Uh, I got a band called Extra Medium Pony. Just <laughs> nuzzle on that for a minute. Okay. Extra Medium Pony. They have a brand new album called Traffic, which is coming out, prepare yourselves, coming out September 14th of this year. Wow. You've got a while to wait. Okay. Guess what, though? Hmm. I'm going to hook you up. Uh, this is, uh, the first single from the album. It's called something beautiful. These guys, um, kind of have a little bit of a pavement vibe to me. Pavement. Uh, somebody said Weezer. I can kind of hear that built to spill. Mm. Um, here's the band extra medium pony from their upcoming album traffic. The song is something beautiful. Objectify you and find out how you rank, manipulate you even in your perfect state. You switch the birds among the clouds and touch the ground, found a way to be nothing, make nothing count. Thunderously stomping out on the cloud, the sharpness of the Eyes like the carcass of a clown 
weekends driving to motels all the same smell of mildew floral patterns and Hey guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. It's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And... To help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. I got one question for you. Yeah, talk to me. Can you name one Pokemon for me? Yes, I've heard of Pokemon. Okay. Luigi? <laughs> The Morning Stream. That's my safety word. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. It's good to be back and uh, ready for our next wave of good times, which involves Bill Duran joining the show. Talk to us about making stuff. He's a busy boy, making all kinds of cool stuff all the time. And uh, we busy, love having him on. Busy boy. Very busy boy. Um, here's hasn't, his... been, hasn't been making so much since lockdown because he can't get to his yeah. studio, sadly. Yeah. So instead he gives mm. his... Oh, hmm. Your bat mm. cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran all the way from the Pacific Northwest and joining us each Tuesday as he does, talking about the world of makers and making things and all that. We've been talking about a little 3D printing at the top of the show. Brian's making some mask accessories for... Uh, uh, mask and mask accessories. accessories. <laughs> Speaking of Hank Hill. Uh, anyway, uh, Bill joins us now, as he often does, and uh, we're excited to have you, Bill. What's going on today, sir? Well, haven't, like you said, haven't done a ton of making in the last week, but, um, <clears throat> sorry, but I do have a fun story. Uh, before I get to that, I do want to point out that Brittany and I have been playing a crapload of Astroneer. Mm, Astroneer is awesome. That one? Yes, love that game. Very good. It's amazing. It's space Minecraft with toy trucks and rocket ships, and it's been a really great way to uh, distract myself. Yeah, and it's been a really fun thing to play with someone else and uh, build. We had April in there building stuff. My twin brother. We had four of us in there. Uh, we all got in a rocket ship and we flew to another planet. And we built stuff. It was amazing. It's very cool. Yeah. It's like this. Um, it's different than you know. It's obviously it's it's not. It's hard to compare it exactly, but it's not like No Man's Sky. It's got this own. It's got its own little thing with its terraforming and it's 
sort of survival mechanics and it's just a yeah. it's a really cool niche thing I, and i love the style of it the look of it is very oh, cool mm -hmm. yeah, yeah the screenshots from this thing are really cool yeah. so yeah. is it like a minecraft meets no man's sky kind of thing sort it of. kind of is um and it's kind of scratching the creative itch for me too because uh you have to go out and find materials to build all this stuff for your base and then you can pick up and plug and play all the parts of your base you have to power everything and then you can build a tractor and then a bigger tractor and then an even bigger tractor and then you can drive that tractor all around the planet it's Which amazing is, that's really, really life's good. main goal build a bigger yeah. tractor drive it around the planet <laughs> yeah um i have all three bigger tractor yeah i have all three sizes of tractor now so i'm i mean i'm not brag or anything but yeah. they're really good tractors yeah i'll bet they are uh yeah. do you still do you still have to do the you got to do the air hose thing right you got to plant a bunch of uh Yes, the tethers. The tethers, right. The tethers yes. are a pain at first, but I actually kind of like how that stuff works yeah. later on in the game. They give you a breadcrumb back to your base, which is nice. Yeah, that's, that's like this weird thing you didn't know you needed. Because a lot of mm -hmm. these games, you're sort of lost if you go too far away from where you're at. And you're like, okay, where's the, where's the base? And sure, you can do that with icons. But it literally, because you have to create a tether for your oxygen tube... It yep. literally makes a breadcrumb that you just kind of like find your way back. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So anyway, we've been doing a lot of that. But uh, I also had a, a story, a 3D printer story to tell. Oh. I, I tried to make something this week. Uh, it did not go according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, I brought a 3D printer home from the shop. We, we haven't been visiting the shop uh, except for like once a week. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll want to print something, right? So I'll bring a printer home. I got a couple of them. So I'm all set. So I grabbed my Lulzbot Mini. Mm. It's a great little 3D printer. It's easy to transport. It's kind of mm -hmm. small. It's a quick printer. It's decent. Uh, and I don't need it at my shop. I have my Ultimaker set up at the shop. So I could spare it. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I'm, the shop is doing anything right now. But anyway, I brought it home. And I tried to print something to get it all set up. And the nozzle clogged. Oh no! Have you had have you had uh, nozzle issues, clogging issues, Brian? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you know. that was attempt number one, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, this is supposed to be easy." Uh, so I started taking it apart, and I tried to pull the filament out, but it snapped off at the very top of the hot end thing. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing left to grab. No. Yeah. I'm like trying to poke it, like heating it up, and like poking it with a, a stick from the top. I have never. I have never had a uh, I've never had to take apart a hot end before. Somehow I've lucked out. I've never had to do it before. Yeah. Jeez, I've probably had to do that a dozen times. Wow! Um, and you've you know, there's the you can do the um, the wire up the nozzle, like mm -hmm. through the through and through the outdoor, basically. Okay. Um, or you heat things up, and then you put more filament in. Yeah. So that it connects, then you let it cool down, and uh, then yeah, you yeah. pop pull it out. But sometimes that doesn't work either. Sometimes that doesn't work. I uh, poked and prodded at it, decided to try and take it apart. I've never done that before. And you know what? All of my tools are not at my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure if I was at my shop, I have vices and sure. every size wrench and everything. And I had, I struggled with this thing for like half an hour trying to take it all apart. Uh, I had, I do it have two Leatherman multi-tools. So I had a two pair of pliers. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was, I think, I think to describe it as a fruitless disaster would be, uh, 
would be accurate. Another statement? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I gave I finally gave up after I burned the same finger in the same spot the second time. Oh no. Nice. <laughs> oh no. And uh, yesterday we went into the shop to fulfill some orders. So I brought this still broken printer back to the shop and I left it there. Uh, and <laughs> I brought the way to fix it too is just get it out of your sight. Yeah. 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 And I brought the Ultimaker back home. <laughs> nice. So, nice. Yeah. That I, was like the grand yeah. sum of my productivity for the week. So, we also, we are also proofreading our, our next book. That's really, hmm. uh, that, that story wasn't as exciting. Uh, I read the whole book and I made made a bunch of notes. That was mostly what I did last week. Nice. <laughs> Other than burning my hand on a broken 3D well, print. Well, that's actually that's actually hugely produ- productive because that's it, the kind of really stuff that's is. easy to put off and easy to say, well, we'll proofread later because that's not, I mean, it's not fun. Proofreading no. and editing kind of sucks. For I want to no. just put it out there. Whoever out there is a professional editor, you have my respect forever right. and, and forever because it's a, that is a hard-ass job, man. Yeah. Just yeah. reading through books over and over and over, checking chapters again and again. Like I know a lot of that is you know can be done with machine learning these days, but it still takes a human thing, and I just have huge respect for that because yeah, I can't I don't, do it. I don't have any robots that can read my book for no. me yet. So <laughs> not yet. But me and Brittany and and Paige, we have three people work, working on it right now. Nice, that's great. Yeah, actually, um, and yeah, editing too. I'll tell you what, when you're reading stuff that you wrote before or if you're watching video that you filmed of yourself talking mm-hmm. i don't know about you guys but going through that sort of stuff is is quite the exercise in humility oh yeah mm-hmm. like sure. i'll say a thing in the video that as i'm editing it and i'm like who is this guy think he is yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like, he doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> it's tremendously hard to edit yourself audio or video yeah like, yeah oh my God, do i do i really make that face when i say that word yeah. oh every single time <laughs> and then you're like, right. "Oh, it's me I'm talking about. It's me the whole pro- I'm the problem." I totally get Or you that. Re- you read a sentence you wrote like 7 months ago and you're like, "Was I was I drinking? Was I drinking when I did this? I don't remember drinking, but sure, sure. It yeah. seems like a drunk person wrote this. I don't know." Yeah, yeah, I did. And then even then, after all you do, after all that hard work, you'll still find out 6 months later somebody'll send you a screenshot of your book and say, "Hey, you called you called this with a U instead of a Y or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No matter how hard yeah, you we try. Yeah, a quick note that I remember. I was going through the book and uh, something said, oh, and then cover that part in duct tape, right? And I was like, oh, that's good. And then I looked at the pictures that were now in the book. And uh, it was it was masking tape, not duct tape. Ah. I was like, ah, aha. Oops. Oops. Now, that was just I used a different tape. I wrote that and I was meant to use duct tape but i i use a different tape always use duct but tape. that always that's the stuff you gotta comb the book for and let me let me tell you yeah mm-hmm. Multi- not a good time multiple passes but uh i feel good about it because now you're because you're stuck there you got to do it so i'm sure you're gonna do fine i'm sure it'll be great. oh yeah not worried at all uh cool. cool well this sounds great do you have any uh uh final uh things to leave with, uh, with us today a bonus link of some yes. sort yes i have a video it's not a maker video it's a song but that's fine to watch later. It is little fun. kind of kind of stepping on Brian's yeah. toes a little bit. You never, bit. you never sent us a song before. Crazy. No, it's new. No, it's a it's a music video though, and it's just uh, my one of my favorite bands, Goldfinger, recorded their song Superman all at their houses. Yeah, and then a lot of bands are doing it, and I just think it's really cool. That's all I can play. Yeah. Or else YouTube will ban me. But yes, that's awesome. And I figure uh, I got to bring up the ska contingent during the quarantine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So well, uh, sub- if you don't pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, who will? Yeah. Who's going to, right? That's <laughs> right. right. <laughs> hey, by the way, on uh, the wall there, I noticed a Michael Jordan thing. I'm. Can I tell you guys how excited and how I am dying to watch that documentary that just came out on ESPN? The, mm-hmm. um, how funny timing-wise, because we didn't plan to do Space Jam because of the the documentary but no. the timing on it is pretty crazy no it's totally crazy i but i'm i'm hearing so many good things and man if there was ever a time in my life where i actually gave a crap about sports in a way that was meaningful and hardcore it was the 90s and most of that was because of jordan and everything around him and all those championships but also it was the only decade where the utah jazz probably had ever had a real chance to get a ring and why didn't they get it? Because they just happened to be really great at the time. Jordan was better than everybody. So they lost because of him. Like, it's really, and it's supposed to be an amazing documentary. People are just raving about it. It's like, Tiger King who? We're on to this Michael Jordan documentary now. So I'm very excited right. about it. So, Bill, your video has Michael Jordan in it. It reminded me of that. And therefore, awesome. transitioned to something that was nothing about what we were talking about. So check out Fantastic. Goldfinger and their cover of Superman. It's not a cover, though, is it? Or is it a cover? No. No. No, it's song. it's a it's a recover of one of their own songs. Of their own songs, got it. All right, very cool. Uh, oh, those guys are getting old. That's cool though. I'm old. I like it. <laughs> uh, Bill Duran is the guy who makes things over at PunishedProps.com, and you can also find him on his YouTube channel, Punished Props. Look for his book soon. And Bill, we hope uh, things continue to be okay on your end, man. You got it. We'll see you later. Bye, bye now. Bye. Bye. All right, that was great. Yeah. Uh, Justin Robert Young incoming? Yeah. He's not the person who can pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Oh, he can totally pick it up. Mm-hmm. I wonder what his stance on uh, Ska is. We'll find out now. These are their stories. No, no, dee, dee, dee. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Justin Robert Young joins us from Oakland, California in a suit coat. I like Look this. Look at you. Yeah, let me show the channel. Casual to un, uh, formal Tuesday. Not casual Tuesday, formal Tuesday. <laughs> That's a good look. I mean, this is, you know, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I it, it, just in my house. Like, yeah. what am I, yeah. what, I yeah. what the hell else am I going to do, guys? Why? What else are you going to do? There's nothing else to do. You just have to do that. Hey, what's your take on ska before we move on? Do you like ska music? I mean, like any uh, buddy who who came of age through middle and high school during the 90s, there's a certain element of ska that will always touch my heart. But I was never a skanker myself. (laughs) Is that the term? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know they had a term. That's fantastic. I like ska, too. It was... uh... One yeah, the- it was it was all right. I I, I got a little uh, weary of how clever it seemed that every ska band needed to cover another song from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like the, <laughs> yes, that that became a little wearying at a certain point. But uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I could I could go for uh, you know ska in general. Yeah. I, I'm sure like if ska came on now, I would definitely be like fired up about it. Okay, well good. This is good to know and uh, answers good. Bill's question. So Bill, you can sleep well tonight. Alright. Uh, Justin comes on Tuesdays. We talk about usually politics and stuff as the world is in a, a certain brand of turmoil right now. We thought today might be aimed a little bit more at uh, this current phase of states beginning to lift restrictions. And, yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, before we get into what Utah's doing, what is California doing? It seems like it seems like people are <laughs> pleased with its response for the most part. That uh, models show it uh, general for the for the general part. It curved a lot of potential uh, death and stuff that could, you know they avoided a lot of it by acting as early as they could. Um, 
that sort yeah. of thing. Is I assume that's still how people feel, but are they also being feeling the pressure to uh, you know reopen stuff and get moving? Well, yeah. Let's let's unpack that one piece at a time. Number one, uh, just to give people a sense of the the kind of issues that California faces, uh, you know, it has the second most populous state or city in the country in Los Angeles. Yeah. It has. Uh, the uh, uh, second most dense city in the country next to New York City in San Francisco. So, like, it, there there was quite a capacity for this to become a big unmitigated disaster, uh, especially considering what you've seen in New York City, New Jersey, and Connecticut. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, by and large, uh, I think that, the governor and the mayors uh, certainly working in concert with each other, which has not been the case all over the country, uh, you know, uh, did a good job. We are happy that uh, there is not the death here, but I don't believe that California will be exempt from kind of the same stir crazy uh, uh, energy in general from everybody, no matter their socioeconomic station, but also those folks who are broke. You know, you can only not have jobs for so long before you know the bank accounts go low and the credit card uh, gets maxed out right so yeah probably if we if, i guess if we haven't heard california talk more about reopening segments of this of stuff then we probably will pretty soon so a lot of states well yeah uh wednesday the governor is going to be giving uh his update he laid out the some very broad, like how we're going to reopen the state uh, stuff uh, that was like, we'll need more testing and we'll need tracing. And it's like, OK, well, cool, dude. <laughs> Let us know where we are on the path. Uh, but apparently he'll be doing that on Wednesday. So so we will we will see. But but obviously uh, this is a tricky situation. Yeah. All right. So in our case, in Utah's case, people were also generally pleased with Governor Herbert's response and uh, how he worked with uh, state and local leaders and stuff like that to kind of do things. We're a different egg, obviously, than something like California or more densely packed populations. Uh, things are kind of spread out here. Salt Lake City, while a city is not gigantic, and it's also spread out in a in a way that is... Sprawl. Yeah, it's not jam-packed like a, mm -hmm. like a New York would be or something like that. So in a lot of ways, we share some of this, some of the stuff in a, in a much smaller way, but some of the characteristics of something like California. And so I think that benefited us, but also generally people were pretty pleased with it. Um, uh, one major factor here was uh, the LDS church is a big fa is a big force here. Uh, a lot of folks uh, are members of the LDS faith and they were really early in this process, especially among yeah. churches in general across the country to shut things down and say, do not come to church, congregation, stay home, do not have your meetings every week. Um, and they started this in like March, I want to say 9th or 10th. It was early. Um, yeah. Early, relative early compared to anything else. And and they've stuck with it and it's still the case. And they're not, they're not, there haven't even been whispers yet of reopening that. So uh, I think that made a huge difference because there would be a tendency on the part of those congregations to take that seriously and, and to, you know, keep their families in, in place and not, you know, basically adhere to the rules. I think that made a gigantic difference. And it's also maybe a slightly unique difference. And I'll bet there are other communities that could, could say, oh, yeah, well, here, this happened from, 
either relig- religious leaders or something else that's a big factor where we live culturally and that had an impact and flattened the curve quicker or whatever. But now there is a lot of talk about let's get things reopened. We've had our own um, uh, protests here. Brian's protests in Colorado are a little a little more famous because of that lady hanging out of her SUV photo right, that got yeah, taken. Right. The healthcare worker standing in front blocking her way. Yeah. And by the way, those I found this out. I didn't know this because that image is really misleading. It seems like the, the nurse and the nurses who are in traffic are blocking traffic. They're actually mm-hmm. not. They're... They wait for the red light. Stand there. Well, that's what happened. That's what happened. That's what the police made the person do. There was an interview last night on the news with the the photographer. Yeah. And initially, and none of it was staged, by the way. She happened to be walking by, and there's a video where you can actually see the person walking, uh, the the photographer walking by, um, yeah. as all this is going on. Right. But um, initially, the healthcare worker was standing in front of traffic, and the traffic was trying to get by. Police were called. They said. Here's what you got to do. You can get in the crosswalk when the light's red, but when when the light's green, you got to step off out of the way. So oh, for the first part okay. of the for the first part of it, they were blocking traffic, and then for the second part of it, they oh, I didn't realize that. Off. Okay, somebody, I was reading a thing where it said that photo was mm-hmm. with literally just during the stopped traffic that would it be might stopped because they're been. in light. That might have been before, yeah. um, or it might have been when the light was green. But there was a there was a, a switch over when that happened. But congratulations, because you basically now have the iconic image of the stage of the <laughs> kind of pandemic. yeah right yeah. yeah good job <laughs> well done downtown denver anyway uh so that's kind of where we're at um i uh justin as far as like how i feel about uh, reopening and stuff we talked about this on text yesterday yeah well here hold on let me let me set this up here so right. your governor gary herbert announced last friday and this was after the federal guidelines came out yeah. that uh utah would allow to let expire at the end of this month uh, which uh, leads into is basically next week, uh, the shelter at home order that would close non-essential businesses. So uh, restaurants, gyms, parks uh, will be uh, reopened. I don't know at what phase or whether or not there'll be additional restrictions, but those will be open in May. And so since Utah has not been heavily hit, I, I was just kind of curious what your take is on it, because I know that you've taken this extraordinarily seriously, even to the point of, uh, you know, not meeting up with uh, your own kids. Yeah, we have. So so today will be the first day that we see a Van because, well, we see him every day on, on video conferencing, but to physically get to, like, be in proximity of him uh will happen today and there's the reason that's happening today is because my daughter has uh, an appointment she can't avoid uh at the doctor uh i believe that's where she's going now this is all confusing to me but anyway i think that's where she's going her husband has to work his his job has never stopped because it was deemed essential and so we need somebody needs to watch the boy they've been incredibly careful over there we've been insanely careful over here so we're doing it He's going to come over here today. We're going to be with him and we'll take other precautions and stuff. But what I've generally sensed around here uh, is that people are still going to be extremely cautious. The idea of gyms opening up will not have people rushing to gyms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. my general feeling. I know that they'll, they'll get some and those people are probably going to love it because those gyms are going to be really clean and there'll be like three be people really there. easy to get on your favorite treadmill. Yeah. yeah. So so I, I suspect that that 
you know, no matter when they started this up again, there was going to be a s- slow thing. There aren't people just piled up ready to go to the gym or ready no, to sit at a be, restaurant or whatever. And it'll be slow on both parts. It'll be slow on the, the you know, the restaurants and the places like that that do have to still implement social distancing guidelines. They still have to institute uh, sanitary, you know, uh, Cloroxing down the the countertops on a regular basis, and yeah. then there's going to be just people being cautious and saying, "Yeah, I can, but I'm going to stay at home and just be just be safe." Yeah, my understanding is also there's still a phased approach to the restaurant side of this, where mm-hmm. in Utah anyway, I can't speak for any other states, but I think the way it's going to work is instead of curbside and or drive up being your limits, you can now go in and look at a menu, order your stuff, they'll bring it to you right there, and then you walk out, but you can't sit in there yet. Right. Um, May 15th is when I think they're going to be letting people go into restaurants here in Colorado and sit. Yeah, and that's probably close to what we're doing, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm not 100% sure, actually, on what that is here, but but my expectation will be, and I can tell you what I'm going to do, I'm going to be cautious on the side of more cautious than the rules that are lifting up because I can be. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yeah, this isn't about this yeah. isn't about me going. Oh, I still don't trust her. I don't trust the government. Or I'm a. This is me saying, all right. Well, I I already do my entire business from home from a home studio, so really I don't I don't need to be the guy that's like, all right, I'm back in it, yo. Let's get mm-hmm. out there and mm-hmm. let's have a concert yeah. or whatever. Instead, I I I can still do that sort of distancing that I think I think if enough people do it that can do it, that still helps. So that we should probably still do that. And then right. those who are just you know in dire straits, they're broke. They need to get up. They need to get to their jobs. They got to do what they got to do. These will really help them. So I I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is as good time as as any. But then you know an expert will get on and somewhere and say well here's the problem we really haven't peaked in these areas and we haven't done this and so some of that really concerns me but maybe i'm I don't i'm know. kind of i mean as as bummed as i am for the folks in tennessee and georgia who you know who are worried about this and who are um going to be put into situations where maybe things are happening too quickly it does become a kind of a guinea pig situation for the rest of the us to see how things work in a small compact city like memphis or atlanta or things like that to see how things go and then we can say oh you're right that was too quick all right back uh back to restrictions in the rest of the u.s it's a horrible it's a horrible experience but that's that's the weirdest thing about all this is that we we aren't talking about we we can't talk about the u.s like we would talk about italy or Mm -hmm. spain or even the uk it's just such a larger area like if we are talking about social distancing not only do we have more people but we have so much more land right like Mm -hmm. there's just so much area that uh uh, yes everything is interconnected yes we can get everywhere it only takes one person to start spreading things uh but that's what makes this a tricky situation is that for folks in in Tennessee, for example, who, by the way, did a large part in memeing our way into a lot of these shutdowns because it was at, at the voluntary uh, everybody stay out of the bars uh, stuff that uh, led to a famous Saturday night in which like all of Nashville's bars on Broadway were just packed to the brim. Right. And then Lines the next week, the yeah. yeah, the next week, a lot of these, uh, uh, both in Tennessee and then across the country, uh, a lot of harder core restrictions came in. 
But for them, they're like, look, we never really got hit by this. Like, this is a New York thing. This is a, 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 a big city thing. And whether or not that's wise, whether or not that is uh, of, as, as far as we're going to see it publicly, there's no denying the fact that that is a sentiment. And and whenever you're dealing with anything in terms of uh, governing what people can do publicly, you have to understand the sentiment, if even just a message against it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, mm-hmm. There's the thing I was saying yesterday. I guess it wasn't the show that I was talking on some other show. I don't remember what it was, but I was talking about other shows. Yeah, I have a few others that I do. Um, I was on this thing. We got talking about it. Oh, it was the boop show with Brian Dunaway yesterday. And I and I said to him, I get this feeling i understand it's a very human thing to feel the stir crazy to feel it even more when you you just feel helpless and can't do anything and and when if one of those things you can't feel like you can do is be is is get bread on the table it's just the most frustrating thing and it's natural and it's human to feel this way and even to some of the extremes of you know I, i try to put myself in the in the shoes of of people best i can it's harder with the lady hanging out of the suv but but even in her case, I understand the frustration. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. that she probably isn't doesn't have a lot of good empathy skills either, and maybe that would help, and that she ha- should maybe have a more even-keeled approach to the world. However, I get it. I get the primal thing that people are feeling right now. And and the, the hard part for me is, is just knowing... <laughs> it's, it's when things start to get this hairy and people are fighting so hard about this, that's the part I like the least because now we're not only, you know, for a while they were, we were kind of post nine 11, you know, we were working together were we? a little tiny bit, just some <laughs> more, we? more than we are now. Let me put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> a taste, a taste of it. We had a taste of it, a little taste of community. Okay. You know what? Maybe, maybe, you know I'm, what? Too, maybe I'm too dialed into the <laughs> politics stuff, but it never, there maybe. was never really a sense of we're all in this together. Yeah, for, maybe on nine twelve we did, but certainly not on nine thirteen. Okay, I'll <laughs> say. I'll, oh no, no, no! I mean, uh, the the nine eleven stuff was was that was real. Yeah. Uh, a, a, at least in terms of the public demonstration of it, the whole unhyphenization of America and and that I, I remember that and feeling that clearly. And part of this, I think, is because we decided to have, you know, whoever programs this simulation decided to have the once in a century pandemic during an election year here in America. But like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if there was ever an element in which uh, we were all in this together in the way that that 9-11 happened. Yeah. So I, what I'm I guess I guess what I'm saying is. Given the circumstances, there is certainly more a month ago than there is today. <laughs> That that's all I mean. It's a relative change. It was never. Well, I think we're unified. we're kind of fraying, right? Yeah. There's 22 million people that are out of work, and that's probably undercounted. There are, you know, we can describe and look. Uh, the the three of us are in a very uh, advantageous position because we do make our money at home, and and in a lot of ways, shelter at home we were doing before it was cool. But at the same time this isn't necessarily just even people who have gotten to the end of Netflix. Like there are a lot of people with empty fridges and freezers Mm -hmm. and, and no way to get food because they were depending on paychecks that now aren't coming. Right. And if, if, if that is the case, uh, then, you know, there is just an element here that we got to, that we have to be 
sensitive to and and understand and either through government intervention like they did with the 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 twelve hundred dollar checks that came in more for couples and specifically couples with kids uh but that goes fast right like yeah. that like twelve hundred is certainly welcome for everybody but uh, uh i don't see a lot of people still talking about what they're going to do with that check i think they knew fairly quickly what it was going to happen um so you know i i I can understand where the passion behind the protests are. Although, oh my God, I went down a rabbit hole on who registered those domains. Yeah, there's some there's some some wacky stuff happening uh, uh, there that that you know is probably its own segment. But like, uh, even then, no matter who registered the domains, no matter who set up the Facebook groups, no matter who's trying to scrape these people for their data so they can be used for God knows what. Uh, the passion's there. That's why they're taking advantage of uh, the, the the fact that people are cooped up and, uh, you know, have certain feelings about what government's uh, role in society is and disagree with how it is being flexed right now. Like that, that is something that is real. And uh, man, it, we're th this is it's something that I have thought of as a ticking clock from the beginning here, because I think especially online people kind of want to think about this, like it's the Sims, right? Yeah. And we can just order everybody into their house and they'll stay there. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> right. It's not, you know, like at a certain point, there really is a ticking clock where for reasons, either understandable or not, people are just going to get the hell out. And, and then you have to make the, make the call on, well, how much do we enforce this? Right. Then there was the time. How on much? The, there was that yeah. time in The Sims where I locked a dude out of his own bathroom because the new toilet I bought him <laughs> blocked the door, and he I had I left to answer the door, came back a half an hour later, and he had peed himself to death. So <laughs> yeah. So even The Sims doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even like have the perfect time uh, most I of the time. I think that happened at one of the protests here in Colorado. No, did he just peed himself to death? <laughs> okay. Himself well, death, that's yeah. no good. Um, yeah, no, you, you're, you're, you're making really good points. It's so funny because it's just hard to have a, well, that's why we're doing it here. Like we we just, there, there are very few venues where I feel, I feel like this kind of conversation can happen without the vitriol or the, you're putting us all the, you know, there's the, there's the two extremes. You're going to kill people by going to the gym. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's, I'm going to die if I can't get work. Yeah. And there's nobody's in the. Once again, the middle is like this desert of nobody's talking, right. or if they are, right. we don't get to hear them. So, well, that's you know that we were going back and forth on text yesterday, and initially you were like, "Oh, well, let's talk about the the the, the, the Trump liberate tweets," and I'm like, "Well, I mean, we can do that, but I don't know if anyone's really even going to remember them in two weeks because you know uh, it was only a month and a half ago we had a little thing called." an impeachment <laughs> like uh, uh that nobody seems to have remembered so uh yeah. you know I, I don't think the tweets are necessarily going to survive but also uh you know when, when i was initially talking to you you're like yeah i don't really have a big take on stuff and i'm like well i think that now especially with this let's have a lot of small takes yeah a little let's takes. have a lot of like ah I kind of think this, I kind of think this, because I kind of think this and I kind of think this meets with a lot of I kind of think that and I kind of think that, yeah. right? And and we can mm -hmm. come to a more 
moderate understanding of this kind of stuff uh, as opposed to having everything be a holy. Yeah, it's like a dim sum approach to the conversation rather than the uh, Texas Roadhouse approach, which is just give me a potato, <laughs> give me a giant steak, and let's eat. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's take little bites, little bits, yeah. little stuff. My uh, my Actually, my big question yesterday about the whole about those tweets wasn't really about the tweets. It was him kind of putting his weight behind, hey, get out there and protest. Does that help or hurt him in November? And I don't. And and the more I thought about me asking you that, the more I thought, well, how the hell do we know that until November? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way to know this. No, early. I mean, I've, I, this is what I've said from the beginning of all this: is that uh, you know we're in a time warp right now. Like, and and all of our compasses are just kind of like constantly like circling around and around and around. At a certain point, we're going to be out of the time warp and we're going to see what the true north is and we're going to have a little bit more of an idea of where the political gravity of everything here is. Yeah. But like uh, until then, I mean, who knows? Who knows how anybody's going to look at this? Who knows uh, whether or not some of the stuff that is being um, that is being hampered on right now by the opponents of the president are going to stick, whether or not the the points that the president is making is going to stick. Uh because what we don't know is where America is going to be in two months. Yeah. We don't know where the rest of the world's going to be in two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know where we shake out amongst all that. Yeah. You know, if, if part of this is, you know, like, okay, well, it could have been totally prevented. I don't know how well that argument continues to go. Like in terms of like, none of this needed to happen in America. Um, you know, certainly there are ways that we can go back and, and look and say, OK, well, certain things could have happened differently. But if you look at how much this has wreaked havoc across the world, uh, you know, who knows? Right. Maybe yeah. that argument does still stand up. Maybe in November, that's the thing that gets Biden elected yeah. is is like, oh, nothing needed to happen. Uh, or maybe we look at gigantic uh, uh, death tolls in, you know, the the uk and russia and and uh even japan which you know some might say maybe we didn't get uh totally transparent numbers with japan while they were trying to save the olympics we'll Mm -hmm. see we'll see exactly how that shakes out Mm -hmm. considering now that they've announced a state of emergency um you know well we don't we don't know uh and so that's why it's like the, the the liberate tweets i think they're they're going to be something that nobody remembers in a week. Uh, sure. The 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 real things that will matter here, I think we've we've yet to see because no matter the fact that it seems like this quarantine has lasted for six months, we're we're still in the middle of it. Do you, uh, do you how do you feel about this recent news? This is my least favorite thing about recent changes in the study of the disease itself is that apparently it's more impactful if you have testicles. So men. Enjoy, oh, really? enjoy your advantage or your, excuse me, your disadvantage over the women because apparently it likes to nestle all up in your nuts and uh, wreak havoc and stay longer and be worse. So uh, that's a that's a thing. They're, 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 they've all got preliminary testing, but they're working on this theory. And boy, oh, well, boy. And that's, that's, that's the thing is that <laughs> we don't even really know basic elements of this. Yeah. Like they're the the we're still debating the 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 death rate on it, 
Like, we don't know how much it's infected everybody. Right. Uh, uh, we don't know its infection rate. And uh, part of that is because we are still kind of processing data that we've gotten from Italy. And Italy was the first country to be kind of free and open about the data that they were gathering. Right. Plus, you know, we have, they, plus there's, there's all this stuff about carriers and why they don't why they're asymptomatic is much higher with this than previous COVID. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of what weird. the base strokes of, of why we know that this is so insidious is that it infects you. It remains asymptomatic yet. You can spread it for a fairly long amount of time. Uh, and then it hits you hard. And then it also has, a fun little like, oh, you're getting better. No, you're not. Yeah. Like kind of uh, a trick to it. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is vile. This is nasty. And uh, it, it's the reason why, uh, you know, the, the big worry. And this is why we really shut stuff down. We, we didn't shut stuff down necessarily because people would die. Like, obviously, you don't want anybody to die. Right. But people die for a lot of things. Uh, we shut stuff down because we didn't want unnecessary deaths of the hospitals getting jammed and now people are dying because they can't get the right care at the right time or care at all yeah like that was that was the reason why all these covid models like the 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 uh i m h or the i h m e model the chris murray model uh they the big things that they show are resources all beds icu beds and invasive ventilators right yeah you know they they are this is about whether or not we're going to be able to weather peaks and that's why getting the the the, the curve down was important right right well i'm i don't know here's 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 hoping that the initial effort made a giant difference and that we don't end up with a second peak that's worse than the first and, uh, yeah, you know, uh, and we'll we'll see. You know, the the one thing that is different is that, you know, we're gonna know the 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 one thing I thought that was actually really really clever in the um the the White House guidelines was the fact that they're relying on the influenza like illness mm -hmm. tracker. Are you familiar with this? No, no. What's this? Is this the so, tracing? The, the... It's not the phone thing, is it? No. Okay. No. 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 So there is a thing, and you can look it up on the CDC now. Uh, their last week of it, week 15, was in uh, early April. But it, it's the influenza-like illness tracker, and what it's used for is the flu season. Oh, And so they publish how many people are coming into the hospital with influenza-like illness symptoms. So the cool thing about that is that there already is a network in place that already reports everybody already knows how to do it in hospitals because they do it all the time uh but they noticed that in certain cities in certain states that was the earliest warning sign for covid because mm. people would come in with influenza like illness symptoms and they would be counted among that which is part of the reason why the stats for our flu season were so heinous this year, right. but now the flu is kind of cycling out, which yeah. means that anybody who comes in with an influenza-like illness is highly likely to be uh, a COVID-19, uh, somebody that at least is worthy of a test, but that would be the first kind of canary in the coal mine, and that's what uh, the federal guidelines are based on, is that you have to show a 14-day 
consistent drop in that number as well as confirmed cases, which obviously is dependent on testing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I hope we made I hope we made a dent, man. I just do. And the you know, if you've ever been an outdoor concert and uh they only had one porta john there, one porta potty thing. That's what we're doing yeah. to the healthcare system. That's the, that's the idea. It's like, yeah, right. here's the line of way too many people for one toilet to handle. It's, it's that, although I'm not saying the healthcare system are a bunch of toilets. You guys are great and awesome and keep up the great work, but you know what I mean? We're overwhelming yeah. it. And that's the whole point. That's the entire thing. Like, well, a, luckily, I mean, we did not have the ventilator deaths that Italy did. Right. You know, that was pretty bad. That's, and that's, that's a great, obviously, you know, uh, obviously you don't want to have that kind of situation going forward, but it doesn't look like the UK is having that either, um, which is fantastic, right? right? You know, that that's that's what you want. But it does show that the more people are prepared, the better we can handle it. And, uh, you know, when we talk about a second wave coming as, uh, you know, there are, uh, you know, the weather gets a little colder again, you know, which would theoretically be right around election time. Mm-hmm. LOL. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, that that uh, hopefully we are not only on guard for it, but uh, tracking, tracing, testing is just on another planet compared to where it is now. Yeah. The testing, man, that's the thing. Testing, tracking and a, a vaccine, hopefully, eventually all those things. Yeah. Vaccine will be next year. The big thing now. And this was something that Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci laid out was. You know, the, the goal is not to have the testing that we have now be run 300 million times a day. Right. You know, that that's not, I mean, that's partially infeasible, but even if it was, that's not the goal because this is so contagious that the test doesn't mean much as soon as you take it. Right. 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 Um, the bigger test is the antibody test, and that's something that's, that's rolling out now so people can... Uh, can understand where their immunity levels are. All right. Well, before uh, before we sew things up and give you a chance to tell uh, people about what you got going on this week, I did have the misfortune of seeing a TikTok video of somebody getting the COVID nineteen swab test. I yeah. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be informed about how those tests work, but good lord, this thing felt like <laughs> it looked swab. like it was three. Yeah, it looked like it was three yeah. feet long. And it went back up through their head, out their ear, and affected eight other people behind them. It was so, that's <laughs> that was how bad it looked to me. It looked so bad, and uh, ooh, I hope they get like a better like a pin. Well, as, as I as I understand it, at least that was the earliest test. No. Uh, and and uh, now there is a front of the nose test that does not have to tickle your brainstem with a cotton swab. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then the the hope is that they that uh, you know there is a a pin prick of blood test fairly soon. But right. part of it is also like, uh, we just don't know it. We don't understand the disease. No. We're still figuring out what the disease is. And yeah. and you know that's that's where man you know uh, uh, when we talk about you know the lack of information on this um, from a country that I won't name that uh, did not was not particularly forthcoming either to us or the WHO, then, you know, man, that could have Hello, China. really helped. Yeah. Hi. You know, sure, I understand. Um, and I, by the way. Could have helped. Could have helped. Could have helped. helped a little bit. Could have helped. You know. 100%, 100% agree. Uh, and is, we, the CDC screwed up our test. 
The CDC way screwed up our test. There's yeah. a great article in the Washington Post over uh, on Sunday about how bad uh, uh, the CDC screwed up to the point where the FDA had to yell at them. Yeah. But uh, even then, it's like, you know, you know, could have, you know, the test could have been further along if we would have known more about what the disease. Yeah. We kind of chilled out in February, but that's a different topic for a different day. Uh, all right. Well, hey, Justin, what are you doing this week that people should tune into and catch before uh, the world opens up again? <laughs> uh, well, of course, uh, the politics uh, podcast, politics, 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 and then uh, you know the the political stream. They're on uh, on Twitch right after TMS ah. uh, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. Like we'll raid you today uh, after things are over yeah. here. Excellent news. Uh, have a good one. Take it easy. Be safe. Be healthy. We'll talk to you soon. See you. Bye now. See you. He should be required to wear a suit coat at every episode. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It makes him a little more credible. Yeah. I, you know, usually I don't think he's terribly credible, but mm-hmm. when he wears a suit jacket, I believe everything he says. Uh, every word out that comes out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right a quick reminder tonight continues my part three playing of uh resident evil three remake uh with myself there and john jagger at my side uh trying not to laugh at me as i do stupid things so if you want to watch that it'll be live tonight 6 p.m uh, mountain time right here at twitch.tv slash frog pants uh, you're all welcome so come check it out we are also well, expect uh, lots of shites oh yeah it'll be a lot of shites shits that thing whatever that is i don't even try to do it it just happens it comes out yeah yeah i might make little sounds i do that sometimes so who knows <laughs> but check it out that's tonight again at 6 p.m mountain time uh all right hey support us over at patreon.com slash tms if you like this content if you think it's helpful for you during this time or other times or any time uh now's the time to join up if you haven't because on Friday, you get a bonus show, and that's the only way you get it, over at patreon.com slash TMS. And for those who have just joined Patreon, you're wondering how that works, you'll get a live link right there uh, when we go live on, on uh, Fridays. Uh, it's an embedded video thing, and you'll get to see it live if you want, or you can get the podcast later on the feed there on the Patreon site. The rest of you who don't get that, consider it, because you might enjoy that ad-free experience. It's a good time over there that's right. at Patreon. Plus, you get the... Uh... You get the 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 uh, Patreon play dates. Next one coming up May second, Saturday, May second. So yep, be there. We and say, I think we might try and get uh, Dunaway to stick around and, and Jordan to stick around after film sack. That'd be cool. What did we yeah. pick a time? We say in one noon. What are we doing? I there? think oh, last time we did right after film sack. We could do that if they're down. Okay, we'll we'll confirm that and then let everybody know. And if not, we'll yeah. give you a set time. So anyway, that's uh, coming up soon. That's the second. Very exciting. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Let's play a song and go. What do you have? Sure. Tom Walter wrote in, said, hello, Brian. One of my first two albums, both of which were gifted to me on my birthday in the 80s, were Billy Squire's Signs of Life and Molly Hatchett's self-titled album. I didn't take to Molly Hatchett. I don't hold with it, bub. But I really got my groove on with Billy's music. For my 49th birthday, which was on April 17th, just a few days ago, would you please grace me with a cover of Billy Squire's Everybody Wants You? You would make my day. Thank you. Tom Walter of the vampire state oh nice what's the vampire state uh pennsylvania pennsylvania oh yeah of course pennsylvania duh makes sense uh yes everybody wants you the the first one that he suggested was uh the one i was going to pick anyway it's by puddle of mud 
a band that has four D's in their name, if you're spelling them, Puddle of Mud from their rediscovered cover album from 2011 with a cover of Billy Squires, Everybody Wants You. Sweet. We'll see you guys tomorrow. of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs>